Nothing But The Words, episode number 101, Getting Blurbs for Your Book. What if it's possible to finally write the book that's been on your mind for months or even years? Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you tips, insights, and practical advice to write a transformative book in spite of all your doubts and fears. Writing a successful book isn't just for the lucky few. You can do it too with the right coach on your side. Now here's your host, your book coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your book coach, Candace L. Davis. And this episode is all about how you can get blurbs for your book. Now, I have had an eight-week sabbatical, more time off than I've had in many, many years. <laughs> so I am back with lots of detail and lots of information for you to help you make your book the best it can be and get it out there to the world. Thank you and shout out to my friend and client, Miriam Shulman, the host of the Inspiration Place podcast, the number one podcast for artists who want to make more art and actually sell it for profit. Miriam suggested I do a podcast episode on how to get blurbs for your book because she was at that point in her publishing process. It had actually never occurred to me, <laughs> but obviously it was a great idea. Most authors have no idea how to get blurbs for their books, and they wait until much too late in the publishing process, or much later than maybe they could have otherwise. It's never too late to start thinking about it. It's actually never too early to keep a list of the people you'd like to ask to blurb your book. So what is a book blurb and what purpose does it serve? A blurb is just a short written endorsement for your book. It usually comes from another author, although it can come from someone else with name recognition and authority in your field. Blurbs usually appear on the front or back cover of a book or both, on the Amazon book description or sales page, and on the author's website. They can also be inside the book. If you look at Tony Robbins' uh, book, Money, Master the Game, it's one of his most recent books. It's like 600 pages, so I have never actually finished it. You'll see blurbs everywhere on his book. He has one blurb on the front cover and three on the back cover, above the back cover copy, that copy that summarizes the book and summarizes the book and tells you why you should buy it. And then if you open the paperback edition that I have, you'll find five whole pages of blurbs, starting with a sort of general Tony's great endorsement from former president of the United States, Bill Clinton. That, my friend, is a lot of blurbs, <laughs> many of which, like Clinton, speak more to how great Tony is than they do to the actual content of the book. So you can kind of see how authors can, you know, maybe if someone has said this publicly about you before and maybe they've given you an endorsement, but they haven't actually read your book, you can still use that endorsement as a blurb for your book. Whatever you think about Steve Forbes, Oprah Winfrey, President Clinton, Steve Wynn, or Diane Sawyer, their endorsements carry weight and Tony Robbins has used them as blurbs for his book or his publisher has used them as blurbs for his book. So let's say you pick up a book of horror fiction and it has a quote from Stephen King on the front or a book in the personal development space that has a quote from Brene Brown on the back of it. 
Those are blurbs from big names in their genres. Someone who reads in that genre has probably either read their books or at the very least, they know who Stephen King is. They know who Brene Brown is. They respect these people as authorities in their niche. So the author who was lucky enough to get them to blurb their book now has this selling point, this marketing piece. My book must be great because Stephen King says so. And it does matter. It can encourage people to pick up the book, to look at the book, and even to buy the book. If you write a book on investing and Warren Buffett offers to endorse it for you, you probably want to take him up on that offer. He's not an author, though, in the strictest sense, although his letters to investors have been compiled in a book. But he's perhaps the most recognized authority in that field. So even though he's not an author, he is an expert who could blurb your book. Or say you decide to write a book on the behind the scenes reality of reality TV. You might want to have one of the real housewives blurb your book, even if she's never written one. That being said, most blurbs will come from other authors in your genre or closely related genres. Now, listening to my examples, you might start to think blurbs only count and only make a difference if they come from someone super famous. Not true. Fame or name recognition is incredibly helpful, of course, but someone whose name most of us wouldn't know might be important to your audience. And even if that endorsement comes from someone with almost no name recognition, just adding the title of their book, best-selling author of such and such, or their position, the role that they play in your industry can give your book credibility. So how do you actually get those blurbs for your book? If you're publishing with a traditional publisher, ask your literary agent, ask your publisher to connect you with authors who could write blurbs for your book. They know plenty of them. (laughs) It's helpful if you do your own homework, of course, and ask about specific authors they've worked with, but you can also ask for their suggestions. Confirm with your publisher, if you're publishing traditionally, that they can use these blurbs for your book. Worst case, you can still use them. You can always use them on your website and your social media but it's good to have clarity about what the publisher can use for your book cover or interior of your book. So for example, you don't want to go out and get 15 blurbs for your book and have your publisher say, that's great, but we can only use five because now the other 10 people are going to be insulted. If you're self-publishing, of course, you have a lot more leeway, but you also don't have the help of a publisher or literary agent who could make those connections for you. So you'll have to do it yourself. Totally doable. Start with your circles like you would for almost anything else. Start with people you know and have relationships with and work your way out from there. At the same time, you can always shoot for the stars and go after one of one or more of your favorite authors or big names in your arena. Now, I've had a lot of clients do that. It has not always worked out. <laughs> a couple of my clients uh, asked Colin Powell for a blurb before his passing. He declined to give them a blurb or any kind of endorsement, but that doesn't mean you can't reach for someone big. I've had people reach for, usually in the area of politics for some reason, I don't know why I have so many political examples, but they've reached for people who have been in very high roles and they've gotten the blurbs. You never know. You can try it. So before you go out asking people to do some work for you, right, because it's work for them to read your book or part of your book. And it's work for them to write you even a two or three sentence endorsement. Put together a digital package. In that package, include your book cover image, 
a summary of your book, um, a list of other endorsements and blurbs you've received. Because, you know, if I see that Oprah has endorsed your book and you're asking me to do it, I might think that's great. If Oprah's into it, I might be into it too. So it kind of gives people the sense that they're in good company and also a sample from your book. And that sample might include your table of contents, your forward if you're using one, your introduction if you're using one, and of course, several chapters, the first few chapters of your book. So obviously, if I'm saying you need to include things like your cover design, your table of contents, and a sample of your book, this should be the pretty much finished version of your manuscript, right? You are sending this out when your book is nearly done. This is why I really encourage people not to try to publish their book the minute when you're self-publishing, the minute that it comes back from the editor, right? You may have some other things you want to do. Plan for this in your publishing time if you're going to pursue blurbs. So you're sending out a version. This might be an uncorrected proof version of your manuscript, meaning it's already been laid out with the design and looks beautiful, but you haven't had a chance to do the proofreading of this or pay someone to do the proofreading of this manuscript. And you can always label it uncorrected proof so that whoever's reading it knows that you're still going to go through that part of the process. And I do recommend if it's an uncorrected proof, (laughs) you label it as such because you don't want people to think, oh, this person is lazy about their publishing. So how could I possibly endorse their book? There are always mistakes we find in the proofreading process. So layout design is done. You may still need a round of proofreading, but it's pretty and you can send it out. When you reach out to people, Keep in mind that no one, no one, not even a friend, (laughs) owes you an endorsement or even a response to your request for an endorsement. If you are asking this person for a blurb, the odds are other people are also asking them for blurbs and endorsements and other uses of their time too. So don't take it personally if someone declines to blurb your book or never even responds to your request. Such is life. And usually you'll make this request via email, but you get to make that decision depending on that person and your relationship and whether or not you know each other and how you normally communicate. Now, some people, I would fall into this category. (laughs) Many of my clients would fall into this category, may ask to read the whole book before they give you any kind of endorsement. Some people don't have time. They're happy to do it with just a few chapters. But some people want to read the whole thing before they put their name on it saying it's great. When you reach out to ask for a blurb, include the fact that you're willing to send the rest of the manuscript if they so desire, if they desire to read it. So when you're asking for that blurb, include in your email who you are. Tell them a little bit of something about you, how you're connected to this person, if you are connected to this person anyway, what you love and admire about their book or their work whatever you've experienced of them that makes you think they would be great to give your book a blurb, what your book has in common with their work. And then of course, request a blurb if they enjoy the sample of your book that you're sending along. Reminding them, of course, that if they want to receive the full manuscript, you're happy to send it. Finally, thank them just for reading this email. Whether they blurb your book or not, you appreciate their time and attention. Now, will a blurb make or break your book sales? I can't really say it will make or break your sales, but look at it this way. The right blurbs can certainly help. If you have a blurb on your book from someone whose name is recognizable to your audience and who they respect, yeah, that might get more people to pick up your book or buy your book. But many, many, many books have become bestsellers 
without a single blurb. So you get to decide if this is going to be a part of your marketing and promotion strategy. Consider your overall marketing plan and how blurbs might help and how easy or difficult it might be for you to get them. That's all for this week's episode, my friends. If you're ready to get started writing your transformative nonfiction book, grab my free guide, Jumpstart Your Book at CandiceLDavis.com slash jumpstart. The guide will help you get clear about your book idea and get started writing without wasting a lot of time. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your book coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.